0: Well, hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan. Today, we're going to continue our small group uh, spiritual warfare discussion series from my search for Prayers Satan Hates. And there's a free downloadable PDF transcript of this podcast with questions and all available on our website at active-faith.org. Let's talk armor today briefly You've heard a lot of sermons about the spiritual armor we have, so this is not new. But briefly, I want to just look at that. First, we have the belt of truth, Ephesians six fourteen, 14, uh, GWT translation. So then take your stand, fastened truth around your waist like a belt. You know, under the ancient covenant, covenant partners exchanged belts. The belt was where you hung your weapons. So this exchange of belts symbolized you're exchanging strength. Once you're in a covenant relationship with God, you have access to his strength, which is more than enough for any situation you face. Without God's strength, there are times when you'd be overwhelmed, but his strength being with you, you can conquer anything, just like David could. Rest in his strength. Wear it like a belt. God's truth is the source of that strength. Don't listen to the world. They want you to think the uh, truth is relative, but Uh, There's not any absolute truth. That's a lie. Uh, God's unchanging truths are recorded in his word. Uh, Read it. Know it. Use it to get through today because today's all you have. Lord, I acknowledge your truths are at the heart of how I can stand firm where you've placed me. I also admit that I haven't been as grounded and focused on truth as I should have been. Forgive me for this. Grant me grace and courage to change that and use me to uphold your truths in every situation. In Jesus' name. Second weapon is the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, Same verse, Ephesians 6.14, ESV says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate protected the heart and vital organs of a warrior. Don't go into battle unprotected. Wear God's righteousness in everything you do. Remember, you're an ambassador for the greatest kingdom in the universe, God's kingdom. Lord, forgive all the unrighteousness in my life. Open my eyes to anything in me that separates me from you. And remind me that every day and in every decision, I'm representing your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Third, we have the shoes of peace. And having shod your feet in preparation to face the enemy with the firm-footed stability, the promptness, the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of peace. Ephesians 6, 15, amplified version. Love that version on that verse. This verse talks about putting on the shoes of peace, um, and, and I'd like I'd, I'd like the detailed expanded version that's available in the amplified version. First, it, it speaks of being prepared. Not only are most Christians completely unprepared today, they don't even have Bible study or spiritual warfare training on their to-do list. Without the firm-footed stability that knowing God's Word provides, you're sure to fail. In addition, uh, once Christians are confronted with a difficult situation, their lack of preparation for it by spending time with God makes their response inadequate at best and dismal at worst. Anger often surfaces since they don't know how to respond or worse yet, they remain silent. When good people do nothing at all, evil will always prevail. Lord, although the battle with Satan and his forces is a war, remind me that I'm to bring peace into this uh, This world in every situation, I want to be full of grace and truth, just as Jesus was full of grace and truth. Grant me a soft voice and a gentle spirit as I respond and react to the daily trials of life in Jesus' name. Fourth, we have the shield of faith, uh, Ephesians 6, 16, NLT. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Uh, We'll talk more later about how Satan uses fear to push your faith out. But for now, let's notice that your faith shield protects you from all attacks and you will be attacked. It's not a matter of if, but when. Lord, I confess my faithlessness in so many uh, past situations. Please forgive me. Give me the courage to grow in this area. I know it's vital. It's the shield that protects me from demonic attack. Help me overcome all my fears and trust your hand, your words, and your provision, in Jesus' name. Fifth, we have the helmet of salvation, uh, Ephesians 6, 17, New Century Version. Accept God's salvation as your helmet. The helmet protects the mind, and that's the place where you make a decision to follow Christ, to obey his commandments. Satan wants you to neglect protecting your mind, so you'll be vulnerable to his strategies and tricks. Lord help me be deaf to Satan and his forces and tuned in to hear your voice and your messages to me every day. Use me to your glory. what can I do for the kingdom today in Jesus name. sixth we have the sword of the spirit. Now there's only one offensive weapon in your Christian armor, your battle and take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God Ephesians 6:17 new century Version. Note that this was the only weapon Jesus used against Satan during his 40 days of temptation in the desert. Even when Satan misapplied the truth, Jesus quoted the appropriate passage to counter that attack. You need to know God's word and use it when temptations come at you too. God has no grandchildren, only children. Are you a child of God? Prove it by spending time with your father. Lord, please forgive me for neglecting your instructions to me in the Bible. Give me a renewed daily commitment to Bible study and prayer. Help me do better in the future than I have in the past. Thank you for that forgiveness and for your patience with me as I work to change into someone more like Jesus. In Jesus' name. Okay, now what? We got all the armor. Now what? Now we come to the part I don't hear anyone talking about much. Once you're dressed in the armor, what's next? Let's look back at the guidebook, the Bible, at the verses immediately following the armor. Verse 18 of Ephesians 6. Pray in the Spirit at all times, on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me, too. Ask God to give me the right word so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. Ephesians 6 19. Uh, Lord, what do you want me to learn from this? Have I misunderstood prayer? Often in the past, I've used prayer as a last resort to my struggles. Does this teach me that prayer is what I need to be doing as I face every new obstacle as a first response? Help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. So, what does this teach? It teaches that prayer is the battle three times in two verses we're instructed to pray pray all the time this goes along with the command in first thessalonians 5 17 pray without ceasing i pray all the time i pray when i drive with my eyes open i pray when i go to sleep when i wake up i pray when i'm I'm worried don't you Uh, when i have a sick friend and when my children have me concerned never stop praying once you're dressed for battle Hit your knees. That's where the battle lies. Lord, thank you for opening my eyes to where the true battle is. Please remind me of this until I learn to make it a habit in my daily life. Nudge me when I forget to try and to solve problems without your input in Jesus' name. So, in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan and discussing spiritual warfare might be to consider the following discussion thoughts. One, Discuss why each piece of your spiritual armor is so important. Two, discuss our only offensive weapon. Talk about how Jesus used particular verses each time he was tempted, not just random verses. List some verses you need to have ready based on your own weaknesses. Three, list some ways you can personally become more familiar with the scriptures. Make a plan to take action toward that end. And let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.